Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. A couple names here for the Texans. One I think is, if I had to guess, I'd say will be gone. And another that I'm hoping stays. And I don't know how people feel about the, the, the one I hope stays. We'll get to him in just a second as we welcome you back in. Sean Pendergast, Seth Payne with you on a... Uh, on a Thursday, um, Robert Woods appears to be, uh, I think, appears to be destined to be a cap casualty for this team. And it's no disrespect to Robert Woods, who was, by all accounts, a, a really good influence in that wide receiver room. I'm sure if he were to get cut and they interviewed Nico Collins and Tank Dell, they would talk about how important Robert Woods was to their respective development. But they can open up $5 million in savings by letting go of Robert Woods. And I, the thing, too, with Robert Woods, Seth, is he, he, got, he got banged up more as the year went on, which will happen when yeah. you're 32 years old, and his productivity dropped. He had 40 catches, and it felt like 80% of them came before the bye week. <laughs> you know, Right. I, I think Robert Woods, in a lot of ways, served his purpose. He was almost like the, the, the cocoon for the butterfly um, in that those first few games – he was solid, steady, was exactly where he needed to be, and he was a security blanket for C.J. Stroud. Once Tank Dell and Nico Collins genuinely emerged, uh, C.J. molted. He uh, he got rid of the. He didn't need that cocoon anymore. And it, like Robert Woods, Robert Woods was very good at getting just open enough, but man. There was almost zero run after the catch because it was usually CJ jamming the ball to Robert Woods who had somebody draped over the top of him. Yeah. And he would get a first down, but it's not something that's going to be sustainable or be like feel very easy. At some point, you're going to start getting exploited for turnovers with, with that dynamic. So, yeah, I think um, I would say like it would be a very, very heartfelt thank you, but it's, uh, it's time to move on. Yeah, I would add Dalton Schultz to... I know he's not a receiver, but as far as a role in the offense, it also kind of impeded on what Robert Woods was doing. You know, Dalton Schultz took a little while to get untracked with CJ. And, yeah, you know, yeah. by about five or six weeks in, the two of them really started to figure it out. Yeah, and and so the, and I know Dalton's a free agent, but as far as like the, the you know Robert Woods getting minimized during the year, I think Dalton probably had a role in that too. Do you think he's here? Or do you think they move on from Robert Woods? You, I think they move on from him. Do you? If I had to bet, yeah, yeah it won't be too. a surprise to me if he's if he's here. But I think they end up moving on. And again, like it's just it's the natural life cycle. You gotta you're trying to get younger, and he's a guy that right now 
it's it's not like the trajectory is going to change. This is who he's been for the last few years since mm-hmm. his since his injury. Since his injury. Yep, I agree with you on that. Um, Jimmy Ward, the team can save three point eight million in salary cap money if they were to move on from safety Jimmy Ward, who, as signings go, last season he might have been the one I was most excited about. Him and Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Um. And 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 Jimmy Ward gave us pl- when he was healthy. Gave you plenty to get excited about. He brought an energy to the defense. He brought some dog to the defense. He was the guy that was getting guys hyped up before games. A captain of the team, clearly a leader. Made plays, had the interception to seal the deal against Denver. But he couldn't stay healthy. He had three different injuries this year. Yeah, and the, the thing I worry about with Jimmy Ward is that this will be his 11th year in the league. And he has a style of play that is probably not conducive yeah, to staying healthy. No, okay. he's he he's a he is not afraid one bit to stick his head uh, into arms and legs and torsos and just create havoc. And and it's awesome. It's just I don't know if he's built for it anymore. No, and I, and if he doesn't do that, he's not Jimmy Ward. You know that's the right. that's the you know the catch twenty two of the the situation. Yeah, I was. I saw a highlight video of Jimmy Ward the other day. Seth popped up on my Twitter timeline, and it was highlights of him playing, but also highlights of him talking, getting hyped yeah. up. Like he, Jimmy Ward has a phenomenal energy. He is one of the three or four best personalities on this team, and I think D'Amico views him as, when healthy, really important to the to to just you know the overall the overall energy on on that defense. Um, so I'm watching it, and the beginning of the video is him getting guys hyped up in the huddle before games and stuff. I'm like, this is great, man. And in my mind, I'm going, I hope Jimmy is finding, working with the training staff and finding, you know, three or four things he can do differently to make sure he's not pulling hamstrings or quads or staying <laughs> yeah. on the field. And then the highlights start. And I'm like, he's got no chance of staying. What am I, what am I thinking? He's just hamstrings. Hurling his yeah. body like around. That. I'm like, he's going to lose, his head's going to fall off of his torso. It's sometime. like, it's like keeping your hamstrings, hamstrings in shape for a car accident. <laughs> I just want to be sure I don't pull a hammy yes. Yes. as I get T-bones. Exactly you know? what it is. I'm like, why am I worried about his quad? Like, oh my God. Um, he played. He played twelve games in San Francisco in 2022. Okay. He played ten games. He only. He started five of them. Remember, they're shuffling him around between yeah. sl- uh, slot corner and safety, and he yeah. wasn't happy with that. And um, he ended up starting. Is that right? He started ten games last year. He did. Felt like he missed more than that. It okay. did feel like he missed more yeah. than that. I think it's because of the frequency that he was injured. It probably felt more like. And and he finished the season. Injured too, you know. He, and he's going to be thirty-three years old this year. Yeah, yeah, I that's mean, old, old. Right now, Kareem, now Kareem Jackson has a, a, a similar a play brutally style. physical style. Yeah. You know, maybe with Kareem, it was partly that he was playing cornerback for his first decade, so he wasn't getting as much. So now, as a safety, he's he's saved up a little bit of of leeway in his joints to to be a head smasher. I think Jimmy Ward's going to be here next year. You know, I've yeah. seen speculation like, well, they can they can get four million bucks if if this were a team. That was over the cap, or a team that, you know, was getting ready to sign their quarterback to his big second contract extension. Like if they were, if they were in some sort of cataclysmic salary cap situation, I think Jimmy Ward would get cut. I think with sixty million in cap space, I think Jimmy Ward comes back next year, and you just a you hope that he's healthy. You always hope that he's healthy, but b maybe that was baked into his salary. Like you said, he played twelve games last year in San Francisco. 
he's not super expensive for the player that he is. Right. Like he, he makes eight million a year, something like that. When he's on the field, he is a really good football player. And, you and know? he does a lot of the higher level stuff that D'Amico would like them to be able to do on defense in terms of recognizing formations, changing your responsibilities, mm-hmm. or the call. Uh, you know, kind of as a as a response. The cat and mouse game between the offense and defense. You know, the simple level is okay. Offense comes out, defense lines up. Quarterback sees something, changes the call. The next step you want to get to is, oh, we see that they changed their call based on the look that we're showing them, so now we're going to change our call. And I don't think the Texans' defense is at that point yet. But Jimmy does a lot of that stuff where he understands tendencies well enough, and and sometimes it's just a matter of swapping responsibilities with another defensive back, that uh, that backfield still needs tutelage in that regard. Mm -hmm. And I think he can be that guy. Yeah, so... I, I I I don't like paying guys millions of dollars to be coaches on the field, but I think he is more than that. Yeah. He was very vocal in encouraging CJ to speak up and encouraging some of the younger guys to take ownership. I also like that he was, according to what he said to Richard Sherman, I think he was the first person to tell Jalen Petrie, hey, you know, it's not always a great thing to lead the league in tackles. Yes. That's, that's a sign that your defense isn't playing that right, great. Right, right, right. It's, it's, it's not necessarily like an indication of how good you are as a football I player. I know the team likes to tweet out graphics about how many yeah. tackles you had. Okay? Yeah. Let them do that. Yeah. Don't you pay attention to that. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Um, the uh, There's going to be some interesting names, I think, as long as we're talking about cap casualties. I mean, we've, we're looking at all these free agency lists and going, oh, Mike Evans is here and, uh, you know, the, the Saquon Barkley is here. Um, I'm looking at some of these teams that are way over the cap, and I, I can't wait for them to put their items out by the, uh, by the street, the recyclable yeah. bin. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's going to be – Mike Williams is, is already reportedly out there, right, with the – the, the the Chargers are soon to be. It's, soon, it's reported that that's what they're planning on yeah, doing. Yeah, in, in dumping Mike Williams. I mean, that's that's a wide receiver, and, and and presumably a lot of times when guys are cap casualties like that, it's there's you know there's reason for it, and they might not be as expensive. Um, you know, I've seen Alvin Kamara's name pop up as a possible running back who could be out there because the Saints are always looking to I, get under the cap. The, the whole wide receiver thing, and when we talk about Mike Evans and everybody else, I think you, you got to keep in mind that teams aren't just looking at the wide receivers. They're looking at all the options in the offseason. And this year, it is this draft is regarded as being particularly deep at, at the wide receiver position. Mm. So, yeah, you've already got 
you know, Mike Evans and other receivers out there in free agency, but then you add Mike Williams into the mix. You add all of these potential rookies that people might want to draft. And that's where I think there might be better bargains out there in free agency this year at that position than, than we realize. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like what it did to the tight end position last year. Nick Chubb's name I've seen out there. I don't know. Coming off, coming off he had two knee surgeries on that Nick, one injury. Nick Chubb. Oh, who was the other? Uh, well, oh, Khalil Mack, which, uh, or not Khalil Mack, um, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. That was the one I saw. Yep. Alvin Kamara, like, I, not, when was the last time Alvin Kamara was Alvin Kamara? Uh, well, I only know I had him on my fantasy team last year, and he put up some decent fantasy numbers. Yeah. But, but as far as, I know what you're saying, like, as far as being the guy that goes and gets 5.6 yards per carry and is somebody that you got a really game plan for, like, it's one. It's one thing to be the guy who ends up scoring touchdowns on an average offense because someone's got to score them. That's kind of what Kamara felt like last year. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's a couple years removed from being the guy that they paid. Yes. I would say, yeah, like 2020, I think, was his last really genuinely impressive year. Like great I think, season. In terms of both, both rushing and receiving. Mm-hmm. And since then, it's been kind of a slutty, steady decline. He's been, he's been under four-point yards per carry in that time. Mm-hmm. As a receiver, though, he's still very – this is the part, the X, the X factor that I just don't know that uh, puts a lot of these guys over my beloved Derrick Henry is their ability as a receiver. Yeah. So, like, Kamara, Saquon Barkley, and a couple – Austin Eckler. Like, those guys are still more well-rounded in totality than, than perhaps Derrick Henry and a couple of those guys. Oh, Joe Mixon's – Joe Mixon potential cap casualty, Yeah, too. I saw that, too. I saw that, too. Um, Going to be some interesting names out there, man. Interesting names. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you on a, uh, on a Thursday. All right, Johnny Manziel – Sat down with Shannon Sharp and did a two-hour podcast. Went in on his former college head coach. Also, kids, I would not recommend, if you need to lose weight, which is always a good thing for people if you're out of shape, I would not recommend the Johnny Manziel weight loss plan. That is next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.